Baruch Hashem, we're again to be at Dove's house. Dove's house. We've had a lot of uh, a lot of special chaburas in this house. A lot of special ones. Special ones by David Schiff. Is that here? That was, right. that was here. We've had some, we've had some very special ones, and at Baruch Hashem, there's other people here. We've had some very special chaburas that we haven't uh, we haven't been together since Parshas Bereishis. I think it's been uh, it's been a, it's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. But uh, Kaddish Baruch decided that uh, this is the week we're going to come back together. And uh, there's a lot of, as always, as I tell you guys, there's always Seattle Deshmaya. Whenever it's coming to the, this, specifically this Chaburah, all the Chaburahs, but this one is a, is a heavy, heavy sense of Seattle Deshmaya when it comes to what we're going to speak about, the song. It's a lot of things that have to come together. And how this, I found this artist with, 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 with actually with Momo this week, and it just came to us and there was a certain song hit my eye and I came back it's it's, it's I can't even explain to you the, uh, the Siyad HaDashmaya and that works perfectly this week so we're going to do a song by this artist Yiftach Dekel I don't know much about him I tried to find out but I didn't find out much about him but he's extraordinarily deep um, and so it's, it's, this song is a funky song but listen to it as always you have the words you have a little bit of translation translation is not perfect it's not but it gives you a basic understanding of what's going on. And if you have a good grasp of Lashon Kodesh, just look at the right side. So, two things. Number one, even though the song might be funky, and for some people, at first glance, like, a little bit hands-off for some people. Some people are going to dive right into it, I'm telling you. <laughs> some people are going to be a little hands-off. But... The challenge is, is that after, after we end up, after we speak, after we speak about the song, as we go to the parasha and, and connect the dots a little bit, hopefully you'll open up again, you'll hear it in a, maybe a little bit of a different way. Doesn't mean you're going to come to love it, but I'd like to hear afterwards if, if you change a little bit of your, your perspective on the way he sings the song. So let's listen to the song in a, in a deep way. Thank you. 
mixture of a few things, right? Hi? You hold it high, yeah? Yeah, dude, it's like a musician. He's like, no, what's going on? Motion knows musicians. So for those for those who who know a little Rav Cook, know that Rav Cook discusses he has a big Torah and Rebbe's spoken about it many, many times about the Nishamas of Torah. These neshamas from Torah. So let's let's talk about this for a few minutes. So the pasuk tells us, the pasuk tells us that Yitzchak loved Esav. Right, we're around, We're now into Avram Vino. Unfortunately, is gone. Yitzchak is he's in the scene. But now we already have Yaakov and Esav. And Yitzchak loves Esav. Rivka loves Yaakov. And it's mashma from the psukim. If you just read the words, it's mashma that Yitzchak loves Esav more than Yaakov. That's that's the pasuk shat. And Rivka loves Yaakov more than Esav, which makes sense. Esav was a very confusing person. He was confused. We're confused about him. On one hand, he's a murderer. He's a baltaiva. He's a mazana. On the other hand, he's the biggest in Kibbutz Avayim. Bigger than Yaakov. Esav was asking questions in Halacha. Okay, maybe to be a little bit tricky, but he knew stuff. He knew how to learn. Who, who is Esav? Who was this person? Biggest in Kibbutz Avayim, one of the biggest misses. Lowest murdering people. Who, who is he? Why was Yitzhak so in love with Esav? He didn't see. He didn't see the murder. He didn't see the taivas. He didn't see what he was doing, you know, out in the fields. How could Yitzhak love such a, such a person? And, okay, so you'll say, okay, he's a father. He loved his child. But more than Yaakov? The Torah is teaching us something. What's going on over here? <coughs> so 
the Avos, the beginning of time, the Avos were, were beginning a new world. Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov. And every beginning, every beginning, every beginning comes with darkness. That's how Kodesh Baruch created the world. The beginning has to come with darkness. There has to be a beer. There has to be a separation of Tovara. Ever since Adam Rishon ate from the Eta Das Tovara, our entire life, everything that we do has to be to separate Tov from Ra. We need to see in our lives what's Tov in my life, what's Ra in my life. What, what's Tov that I'm thinking about, what's Ra that I'm thinking about. What emotions are Tov, which are Ra, we have to be Mivarer. People who just live life straight, they're just a confusion of Tov Ra. So the separation starts when Avram gives birth, everybody knows, to Yishmal, Ra, and the Tiyitz look Tov. First, there had to be a Yishmael. There had to be that Rav, he Erev, to then ultimately have Yitzchak Devayi Voker. But then even Yitzchak Avinu, once, even though you're in the world of Tov, even Tov is not so partial. Because in our lives, there's two types of Tov. Because we're made up of two parts. There's the Nefesh Bahamas and there's the Nefesh Elokis. The Nefesh Elokis is for sure Tov. That Neshama that is Godly, right? that conscious, that little guy on the right shoulder who tells us, you know, do mitzvahs and be a good person. And of course that's tough. But the Nevish Bahamas, the animalistic soul, the energizing soul, maybe he's the Nevish Chayunas, it's not the Etzim Ra. There's good even in the Nevish Bahamas. You have to eat, right? The Nevish Bahamas is what's desiring the food. Right? We want to eat like a Ben Adam, we don't want to eat like a Behema. So that becomes the, the fight. But the Nevesh Bahamas, is, there's definitely Tov in there. So even after Yitzchak, who's the Tov, right? Yishmael's the Ra, he goes away. And Yitzchak's the Tov, so now there's two parts of Tov. There's Nevesh Bahamas, and then there's also the Nevesh Elokis. So of course Yaakov Avinu is the Nevesh Elokis. And Esav, soon to be Russia, but not yet, Esav is the Nevesh Bahamas. Now, within the Nevesh Bahamas, there's Tov and Ezra also. It needs a big beer. It needs a big clarification. <clears throat> and the problem is, in the Nevesh Bahamas, is that it starts from a very, very high shorish. It comes from a very, very high place. So those who know, and Rebbe has definitely spoken about this, he mentions it sometimes, and if you've heard... In Baruch Hashem, in the base medrash that we, that most of us belong to, there's a lot of Torahs that are said that you'll never hear anywhere else, you know, like in the world. There's things that Rebbe has educated us in, or if you by KMH, by Rebbe Yossi. There's certain concepts and sugyas that are the highest, but they're on our, they're on our lips, like they're normal conversations where if you would say these words to other people, they say, what are, you, what are you talking about? Are you out of your mind? But, you know, over here we could, we could speak a little bit high. So we have, we have Adam. Adam Rishon. Yaakov Avinu takes over Adam. And then there's Edom. Edom is who? Is Esav. Now Edom is Adam with a vav. Vi-Adam. This, it's an Adam plus. It's Adam who thinks he's more than he is. Right? It's Adam Vav. Vav is and. So it's Adam and more. 
Edom. That's Esav. That's, that's called Gaiva. Right? When you're in Adam and now you're already, you're in a sticky world. Adam, Anav, Adam is Gematria Ma, 45. Manachnu, says Moshe and Aharon. Mesiel Shon brings it down. All the Shon bring it down. Ma, Adam Ma is, is, is Anava. Right? Chochma, Koachma. So you have Edom, Ace of, I'm something. I can take control, I can be powerful. And Adam, which is Yaakov, which is Ma, which is Anava. Now the result tells us, and this is what probably you've heard, hopefully, that there's a very, some interesting stuff that goes on at the beginning of time. For sure, Boratius is wacky. Noah is also just wacky. Lech Lecha with Avram Vida starts a little bit normalcy. But then at the end of Parshas Vayishlach, we get into some also wacky stuff when we're discussing the generations of Esav. And the Pasuk says, Ve'ela ha-malacha me'shemalchu ba'eretz Edom. These were the kings that ruled in Edom. When there was an Edom? When was there an Edom? It was Eretz Canaan, I don't know. Edom. Lifnei Melach Melech Lebnei Yisrael. Before there was a king to Bnei Yisrael. This is at the end of Parshas Vayishlach. It's like this little passage just thrown in over there. Who do you, what, what, what's going on over here? Who are these kings? Edom. Before there's a king in, in Melech, in, of Kali Yisrael, when does the Torah speak like this? So the Rizal tells us that this Pasuk is one of the deepest secrets. And this is the secret called the Olam of Tohu. The Olam of Tohu is the world of chaos. The world of chaos before the world of Tikkun. The world of Avram Avinu, the world of Yitzhak, the world of Yaakov, it's called the world of Tikkun. Tikkun means fixed. Appropriate, fixed, boundaries, seder, normal, ragil. Olamatohu means wild, wacky, extreme, energy, erratic. And that Olamatohu, which was before Melech Yisrael, before Yaakov Yisrael, which is the Avos, which means Tikkun, before there was an Olam of Tikkun, there was an Olam of Tohu. Right, the Medrash says that there was 978 worlds. You know this? There's nine, I think it was 978 worlds before this world. So that's where everybody likes to say, oh, look, there was, there was worlds. Uh, you know, that's where the dinosaurs were, and there was other physical worlds. It's not talking about physical worlds. It's talking about there was spiritual worlds called the Olamato. So the Arizal reveals. Olamato. There was no people then. And this Olamato was a, was a world that was filled with more energy more light than there were vessels to hold that light. Right? If imagine you have imagine you have a cup and I want I want to just a drink of water, which I'm gonna take right now. And you ask somebody to pour you some water, okay? And they take a six gallon jug and they start pouring water into this little cup. Seven ounces. Yeah? Seven? Eight? Okay, eight ounces. Ten. Pouring a ton of it, just it's gonna. Where's what's gonna happen? It's gonna go all over the place. Some will go in the cup. Some will go on me. Some will go all over the table, right? It's gonna go everywhere, because when you have too much light, you have too much ore, you have too much energy for the keli. It's erratic. It's it's wild. It's crazy. The water's just gonna spill everywhere. This was the olamato. The olamatikun is when there's proper vessels 
to handle the light, and therefore you can have a balance. You can live life properly. When you have more light than you have keli, you're Edom, you're Adam v'Adam. You think you're more than you really are. There's more, you think that there's more light, but it's not true. Really, you're, you're not as big as you think you are. You think you're more, you're a Balgaiva. Like in the world of Tohu, the Swarm tell us, and we're going to try to keep it, you know, not get too crazy here, but that all of the spheres that were around at that time, Chesed and Gvur and Teferet and Netzach, Hod and Yesod and Malchus, the seven spheres, they all thought that they could handle all the light of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, without going too deep into it. They wanted to be the Melech, and what happened? They couldn't handle it. It was too much. They thought Adam, I'm Adam, and you're, no, you're just an Adam. They tried to take on too much, and they broke. That's what the Pasuk says, by the seven kings who ruled before B'nai Yisrael, V'yimloch v'yamos, V'yimloch v'yamos, seven times. Because that was called the Shvir Sakel. They all broke. You can't live in this world properly with too much light, thinking you're, thinking you're too much light. Tohu is like you have this genius savant. Sometimes you have these guys. Moshe, you know about these people? Sometimes you have these Did genius you try guys. This? Let me ask you. Did I'll have you afterwards. This? I'll have afterwards. I'm, I'm not there yet. Torah so first. Torah first, and then you build the Kalim for the Gashmins. This is building Kalim. You're holding top to bottom. I'm bottom to top. So imagine you have this guy, this genius savant, like Ramosha. You have this genius guy, and what happens sometimes with these geniuses? They're like they're mumbling all day. Sometimes there's so much light, they can't keep it inside. They're just mumbling. They can't be in this world. They're just like saying numbers and like equals MC squared and continents and just like weird stuff just all over the place. Gematrias. Tikkun is like, you know, like an Einstein. Absolute genius, but it could be decompartmentalized in appropriate kalim. And you can live with your genius. Toe and tikkun. <coughs> the, the energy of toe, the tremendous energy of that light of toe can mamas change the world. If it can be harnessed, it can change the world. The, the olam of toe that was harnessed was like, you know, like the atom bomb. Now, that was used for Rishus but you took a tremendous amount of energy, you were able to put it inside a little canister, but what can happen with that is it can destroy an entire country. I mean, it can, it can change the world. It can change the whole place. The Nishamas Shel Tohu, of Kukas, <coughs> talks about the Nishamas of Tohu. That these are the Nishamas that can change the world. The problem is, is that it's very difficult to, to harness and to control these people. They can't control themselves, mostly. Esav was wild. Ish Sada. He didn't know what to do with himself. He had so much energy. He didn't know where to put it. He ended up murdering people, being mazana, grabbing things, halitainim and adam adam, just give me the food. 
He was filled with energy. Wild. He couldn't control himself. Pour it down my throat. Pour it down my throat. The Adom. Adom Adom Azeh. Just throw it down the hatch. Who speaks like that? Someone who just can't come to terms with reality. I'm going to die. I'm so hungry. I'm tired. I'm going to die. Everything was so dramatic by him. He was also, though, at the same time, Ish Sada. Yes? Torah calls him Ish Sada. What's the Gematria Ish Sada? Let's go. Come on. It's not so hard. Starving? What? Come on. 624. What? 620. 620. Ish Sada 620. High five, Rumi. What's the Gematria 620? 620. Kesser. Kesser. Kesser is the Olomato. Kesser is a place where there's who, more who, who energy. Who called that? Huh? Who called that? Donnie could do math. Because he knows if he, he, <laughs> who said Kesser? Donnie. He hangs out, he hangs out in the H, uh, second Seder uh, base measure. So, so he feels... He, feels uh, <laughs> he gets Gematras a little bit. You know, you hang around H a little bit. Some Gematras come down. So Ishad is Kesser. So he was an Ishad Yitzhak Avinu thought he was Kesser. Yitzhak Avinu thought that he was the Olamatov, but he was going to bring down the energy into this world and change the world to Tov. Kitsai Bifiv. Right? What does it say? Kitsai Bifiv. Yes? Yaakovinu, Yitzhak loved Ezef Kitsai Bifiv. What does that mean? Tsayid Bifiv. He has a trappings in his mouth? What is it talking about? So if you. Tsayid. Sadik, Dalit, and Yud. What are you missing? Sadik, Dalit, Yud. You're missing the Kuf. Befiv is ninety-eight plus the Kol Befiv plus the Kol of Tzad is a Kuf. Kit Sadik. Yitzchok saw Esav as a Tzadik. Ah, he was wild. He was erratic. He was crazy. That's true. But in the Pinimius of Esav, comes from Tohu. If he could harness that, he could mamish change the entire world. He came from a higher place than Yaakov Avinu. Esav came from a higher place, the Svarim say, than Yaakov Avinu. Esav was supposed to be the master of the Olam HaAsiyah. Esav, Asu. That was what he, they named him, right? They named him. Yitzhak didn't name him. They named him Esav, why Rashi says. Because he came out already fully mature. Hairy, big, Asu, he was made. He was supposed to be the master of the Olam HaAsir, of this world. He could have been the one to control. Like Adam Rishon was supposed to be Kovish, he was supposed to conquer the world. Of course, fight the battles and, and have everybody serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And Asa was going to take over. But the problem is Edom. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't handle that extra vav. He couldn't handle that extra energy. He couldn't be mitzamtzimit and make it to Adam and take over Adam Rishon. He couldn't do it. He, what does Yitzhak say? This, this is a little bit teeth, but Yitzhak says, right, when he wants to give him the bracha because he thinks Esau's the guy. Give me the mat'amim. Yeah? That, that, that tasty food that I like in my mouth, which was tzai b'fiv, which is tzadik. Bring it. So... There's a concept, right, when you have, when you have a, in a Torah, you have on top of the letters, what are they called? Ta'amim. The tam, the, the, 
right? The, the trup. And then you have the letters, right? And then you have the vowels, even though you don't see them. And then also you have those crowns. So it's called tanta. And the result is called tanta. Ta'amim, nekudos, tagin, osios. The highest is ta'amim. It's on top of the letters. It's the trup, right? Which is so high that in the Torah you don't even see it. Right? You don't see the, the, the trump is it's there, but you don't see it. It's higher. So Yitzhak says, Give me the mata'amim. I want the ta'amim. Because I know that you have that in you. You have that potential, the highest to, to then draw down. That's why I wanted to give him the bracha. But sometimes when you have that genius savant who's mumbling all day, sometimes he's harmless. But sometimes he has a mental breakdown. Sometimes they mamish crash. Sometimes they need to go into a home because nobody can understand them. They can't understand other people. Because they're too high, there's too much energy, there's too much, it's, it's too erratic. They can't bring themselves down into Kalim. Right? They, don't, they don't get married. It's hard for them to, to speak with people. They can't live in this world. So that's called the Shir Sakalim, like we mentioned. When you have Oluma Tohu, very often it goes into a shvirsa kalim. It means a broke, broken kalim. This person, his kalim broke. He had too much. He was too smart for himself. And Imam is broke. And at the beginning of time, Arizal tells us is that there, after the Olamato, there was a shvirsa kalim. Right? Vayimloch, vayamos. Vayimloch, vayamos. All of the kings, that world, those worlds broke, broke, broke. And all of the godliness that was supposed to be contained by those original spheres, they fell, and they fell, they fell down, 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 into the lowest worlds, into our world, into the lowest of places. They fell into Asiya. But they're deeply embedded. These sparks are found in our food. How many people in this world are, are eating the Kedusha? Me. Very, well, besides Moshe, very few people. <laughs> because it's a very difficult thing to go into a piece of chicken, into a steak, and say l'shem yichakut and actually mean it. It's very difficult because it's so deeply embedded in the olam ha'asiyah. Because when there's a shvir sakalim, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So that world of toe, that world of energy, that world of Asaf, when he breaks, he falls to the deepest, darkest place. And then it becomes very, very difficult to bring out that light. How do you... How, so how do you control? What do you do with this, this, this Olamato? How, how do you harness it? So this, is, this is, a, is a big secret. This is a big secret because as Rav Cook says that there's these neshamas of toh and there's people walking around nowadays. It doesn't mean they're genius savants. It means that they're, they're not okay with the regular mundane kalim that are being shown to them. They're not okay with the regular school system. They're not okay with the regular old type of music. They're not okay with the regular type of food. They need everything has to be fancy, has to be different, has to be more exciting. Because they're from the Olamato. So the Olamato needs, it needs boundaries. It needs boundaries. Because if you don't have boundaries, then you can't harness it. But it needs really big boundaries. It needs boundaries, but really, really big ones. See, Yitzhak Avinu, who is, the, who is the king of boundary. Yitzhak Avinu, who is guru. Yitzhak Avinu was the one who lived in his house all day long. He, never, he came out, didn't go out. He was, right? he was, 
He was the davener. He just said, Gvuras Tzimtzum, his constriction, his boundaries. He was put into this world to be able to contain Asaph. He was supposed to be the one who could control the Olamato Asaph. But for whatever reason, he chose Avram Venus path for this Indian. And he loved Asaph. Ahava, Chesed. That was, we're not saying bad Chesed about the Avos, but Avram Vinu also loved Yishmael too much. And the Kaddish Baruch says, no, no, no. Listen to your wife, sorry, you got to kick him out. Avram Vinu, there's something, there is something, there's something called too much love. There is such a concept. It's too, it's too much. You can't have no boundaries because then how is Tohu going to come to his senses? No boundaries? So he'll, he'll push it, be the Tasmanian devil and he'll just keep going. It's that world of Tohu needs boundaries, but it needs big boundaries. Now, this is, what, this is the problem. The problem is if you make boundaries, which we do in this world, everything's about boundaries and schools are boundaries, everything's boundaries and it's too much, so then you break, you squash Ilmato, and you squash him into an angry person or you put him into an insane asylum or you kick him out of schools because you, you squashed him and he went crazy. You give him too big of boundaries, he has too much room, you lose control. So there's no real answer. The answer is, Hatzalacha. Mm-hmm. The answer is you have to daven. The answer is you have to know that there's, there's boundaries and then there's, you have to know how to play this game. Because even with all the boundaries, you know, kule hai vulai, as they say. With all of this, Ula, maybe. Because everything's up to Kaddish Baruch. Everything needs a muna. After Yaakov Avinu takes the brachas, right, so now everybody understands why Yitzhak Avinu loved Esav even more than Yaakov because he had the potential to be the one who's going to change the world in the Olam Asiyah. And this Esav himself, he was so confused. Kibravayim, massive. Because he had tremendous energy, tremendous kedusha to him. It just, he also murdered people and did other things. He was just too erratic. So after Yaakov Avinu takes the brachas, Esav has his mental breakdown. He, to- he loses it. He was already tricked once. He was tricked twice by Yaakov. You know. he, he, has, he has a mental breakdown. Esav, finally just totally cracks. And he starts crying. This big ogre starts crying to his father. Can I please have a bracha? <clears throat> what do you mean? You just take whatever you want. Why now are you like, acting like a little child? Because he broke. It was all a show. That was all fake. It was all dimyon. It was all Edom. Edom was about dimyon. Dimyon. Right? Adam was like, a, a, we try to be Adam la Elyon. We try to compare ourselves to above. Edom is, is, is fake. And he broke. And, he, and he, get, he went back to that little child. And Yitzhak says, I'm sorry, I have nothing for you. I thought I could, I thought my mahalach was going to help you. It, it, it didn't. My Yitzhak Avina realized at that time he didn't understand Asif. And I, I can't help you now because you, now you're Vishvir Sakhalim. That's it. Yaakov Avina is the Olamatikan. Yaakov Avina is taking over from me, taking over from Avina Avina, the Olamatikan, where there's a Seder, where there's proper energy and the proper Kalim, proper davening, proper learning, proper going to work, getting married, you know, the proper way. I have nothing for you. And, and Asif starts to beg, give me something. 
Give me a tikkun. I want to be in that olam tikkun. I want to be in this world. And Yitzhak says, I got nothing except for one thing. What does he say? If you, you're going to serve your younger brother. If Esav <coughs> could be mitzamsin himself, could say, I will serve my brother to go to such a madrig of anava, double down on the anava, then he has a chance. But Esav, after Shriya Kalim, it's very difficult to come back into the world. And he couldn't do it. And Esav really couldn't do it. Right, we call him Esav a Russia. We don't, we don't call him Esav a Tzadik. Even though he, just, he kisses Yaakov, you know, in a few parshias, and he goes about his way in Ehar Seir, we don't say that he did tshuva, <clears throat> like we say Yishmael did tshuva. I don't know exactly why, how Chazal knew, but we don't say that. Esav is Esav a Russia. So he's forever lives a painful existence, never really able to come to himself. <clears throat> if you see what happens with Esau's family, who marries who, who's with who, it's, it's a big balagan. Chaos. Not chaos. So we'll just mention another, one more thing, is that now we're in Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Hanukkah, light of Hanukkah is coming. So Kislev is case... Lamed Vav. He's a covering over Lamed Vav. What's Lamed Vav? We know. It's a 36 hours of light. The original light of the Or is that was in the world for 36 hours before it went away. That light was from the light of, of Toh. This extraordinary, tr- powerful, tremendous energy that couldn't be in the world. The Kodesh Rosh that can't be in the world. It's, it'll be for the Tzaddikim because they can handle it. But what did the Baal Shem Tov Kodesh tell us? Where's that Or HaGonis? Kodesh Rosh can't. He can do whatever he wants. He doesn't just make it evaporate. It just, he hides it. Everything is about hiding. The question is, where did he hide it? Where do we find it? So what did, what did the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh tell us? Where is, where is those 36 hours of light? Where is that Olam Hato, that Or HaGan, is that hidden light? Where is it? What did Baal Shem Tov tell us? What? It's hidden in the Torah, Kadosh. Kadosh Baruch Hu put the deepest, most powerful light of Toh in the ultimate Tikkun, the Torah. The Torah Kedosh, which is the ultimate deacon. Everything's beseder, everything's halacha, everything has to be normal. Tarshav al-sav, tarshav al-peh. You can't break halacha. Sometimes it's really boring, right? Sometimes. Olamat tikkun, strong tikkun. But if a person knows how to learn the Torah and see the panemius of the Torah, and the Arizal brings it out, and Rabbi Shem brings it out, and the Balshanta brings it out, and Rabbi Nachman brings it out, and all the tzaddikim bring it out, and the Gra, and the Ramchal, and the Maharal, so those who enter into that world of those tzaddikim and see the panemius of the Torah within the tikkun, the panemius of the Torah is that orhaganas. It's that tremendous light. But it's been, and we'll make a board, tikkunized. You can enter into that world and reveal that light and not explode. The orhaganas, pashit, you can't live with it. It's not possible. It's only tzaddikim can handle it. But for us, Kaddish <coughs> well hidden in the Torah he put the, the tremendous light into a place of Tikkun so we can live with that light and we can now take control <coughs> of the Olam Asiyah. what Esau was supposed to do Yaakov took over Yaakov took the Bechor Yaakov t- took it over Yaakov marries Rachel and Leah there's more to talk about we're not going to get into it now Rachel took on Leah was supposed to be 
with the Alma de Toa with Esav, but then it switched around when Yaakov took the bracha. He took on Leah, and then Rachel gives the signs to Leah because she should have really gone to Yaakov. And then Rachel has a little bit of this Olamati Toa. Yosef comes from that place, fights against Esav. Gets a little crazy. And, there's, and then everybody knows there's these, the safe that came out from Ravitchermeyer that came out called the, the, the Personalities of Rachel and Leah. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to see. The pamphlet, yeah. So Rachel and Leah, the two types of neshamas. I'm not going to go into it now, but who's the more tohu type of neshama? Rachel. Not Leah. Rachel. Because Rachel took over and was supposed to end up marrying Esau, really. Yaakov even took it over, but it gets, it gets wild. It gets wild. Akuponim, <clears throat> the light of Hanukkah is, is also, it's upon us. And the light of Hanukkah is taking this light that's Lamaila Menetava, but bring it down into Kalim. Into little, into little, into little cups of oil. That's what that's what it is. Tarshav He's taking the tremendous light of the Or and somehow fitting that Or into these little cups. That light, for eight days they don't stop, because seven kalim broke, but by the by the eighth kali Hadar. If you look at the pasukim, says Arizal, the eighth Melech didn't break. That was the different. That was Hadad Ben. That was an earlier one. Hadar is the eighth. Hadar. So the song here you see in Shams of Tohu, you see obviously he's a person of Tohu, and he knows there's a certain pain. The souls of chaos looking for pain to feel something, just to feel just feel something. <clears throat> and the Olamat Tohu, they don't know how to live in this world. They 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 don't feel like other people feel. They don't just they can't just read a pasuk or just be or just get a nice piece of chicken and say oh this is this is gishmak. They need something more. They need to sometimes be in pain. They have to go. Lahefich, they have to do crazy things. They have to do crazy things to feel life. There, it's chaos. I'm addicted. I'm trapped in a circle. The Olamato, the Ace of Arash was stuck. He couldn't get out. He couldn't. He couldn't just be normal. Afraid to approach, loops loops inside the heart. It wants but doesn't know how. He's confused. He's stuck. A frightened child, angry at the world. Too many gedarim <coughs> makes a person angry. It burns everywhere, and I don't understand where. It's no longer possible to love closely. There's a storm. This is this is Ace of Russia, the Olamato. Heavenly shards of light. He's referring to the shvurs of Kalim. Broken dishes go around. Okay, that Kalim shvurim. Right, not, not, not every word here is translated according to how it should be. Not broken dishes, but. A painful thirst. Ace of Russia was, was in a lot of pain. There was a lot of Kedusha, but he couldn't, he couldn't do it. So if you walk around at the end with a hungry heart, know that a treasure lies in your depths. Because for those neshamas of Tohu, when nobody in the school can understand these kids, when the parents can't understand them, when he doesn't understand himself, he has to come to a, an amuna and believe something that, it, that no one else believes, that in your to home, in your depths. To home is the same letters as mohus, is your essence. There is tov in there. But you have to be willing to have a little bit of boundaries in your life. You have to be willing to a little bit in the world of tikkun. Be a tohu, but within a tikkun. And that becomes a tremendous chachma. Who's going to be able to help this person live in both worlds at the same time? 
So we should be zochem Hashem that if we ever find the souls of chaos, if we're one of those, or if we know somebody who's a soul of chaos, to try to be soft with them. Not too soft, but soft enough that they can come out of their shell and at the same time be willing to be subservient to some boundaries. So now listen again to the uh, the funkiness. This song, I don't know. You can look it up. It says that. It's, I don't even know how I came to it. Huh? Yes, yeah, somehow it came up on, on like Momo's stream or something, and we and I and I heard the song. I'm like, whoa. Bluetooth. Whoa. Bluetooth. This is something big over here. And only an Olamato who knows an Olamato. Don't go to the strong face. Yeah. Uh-huh.